I like snacks. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I started the podcast. Oh, you do like snacks? <laughs> Love them. I've talked to you about snacks. Snacks. Love snacks. No, you're All not. right, boys, we're back. This is uh, uh, a three-way in a truck, episode two, on the way back from Georgia and Earl Hunter. And uh, what we mentioned happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got killed. So, um, anyway, so here's the rest of the story. How's everybody doing? America. I'm doing awesome. Yeah. We uh, we got our sulking out of the way. Matt burned it down. Uh, he did. <clears throat> despite conditions. Jake and I, not so much. I ended up in third light. Jake got fourth. I don't know what I was overall. Fifth or fourth or I don't even know. Fifth? I don't know. Matt got second overall for his factory. That is a big dead deer. That is a That's dead a deer. Um, anyway, driving, <clears throat> driving back to Atlanta right now. Just left Arena training facility and uh scott and uh tyler and eddie all those guys put on a great match uh everything went uh pretty good except for some match was great the match was great we wouldn't have anything to complain about if it wasn't for the uh, ro format (laughs) yes pretty much all of it and we'll probably we're going to talk about you can't not in this situation um so it is what it is good great guys uh but anyway uh Started off Friday. Uh, you guys feel free to interject. Side so we, was yeah, we we what we were at the zero range, and it's beautiful out. It was just like a two mile an hour, maybe just overcast. I it was ideal, yeah, perfect shooting. The best conditions just, you can ask for. It did yeah. rain in the morning for a minute. I guess it said it rained for twenty thirty minutes or something in the morning. I think a little bit in the evening, but all in all, pretty good. And we're like, oh, boy, I hope there's nobody good shooting today because <laughs> it was perfect conditions. Perfect. And uh, there were... Turns out there was. Turns out the three best guys there were shooting. Uh, <laughs> actually, more than that, oh, a bunch of guys was... shooting ROs. And, and, and it's, anyway, so the format in Earl Hunter, as you, if you guys don't know, it's something we've talked about for a long time. And, uh, you know, talk with Travis. It's great because ROs can come out Friday. We mentioned this on the way down. You can come out Friday and you can shoot and you can get in the match for free. Um, and your scores count. And so if the weather's good for three days, it's great because everyone shoots the same course fire. If it's not the same, then you're shooting a different match, and that's kind of what happened probably to the most extreme level. I've seen it. I yeah. think, well, maybe California. There, yeah. But, but I, at least I could see in California. Um, no, there, the visibility got really bad. I mean, it was dumb. On Saturday, it was Dumping, so blowing. We it saw was... the ROs came in Friday night while we were at the range, and we saw their scores. Everyone's had score sheets. I'm like, holy smokes, they put up some scores. And so we knew we had our work cut out for us. I think we could drop, it turned out we could drop nine points on the match, <laughs> and we all dropped more than that day one. Yeah. Uh, long story short. So Well, and, and there, were, there were some ROs that shot good. For very that, good. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy won overall. He shot good. Um, Cal one light, yep. Kale. I don't know. Harmon, come Stud, on. great yeah, guy. Kale. Yeah, come on. But have like a have a respectable name, you know, so I can say it. It's <laughs> either Kale or Cal, and I've known him a while, and I'm still not sure on this. So he's probably going to correct me now. Yeah, I'm but, like, hey, man. Hey, bud. Uh, Kale <laughs> I don't want to say it I've always said Cal. I think it's Kale. He's a stud. Like, they, they did shoot good. Super nice guy, too. Yeah, and Robert Brantley shot good, but 
Bill of the Bill top, Allison. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Allison, yeah. All but the of the top six positions, five were ROs. That's right. And yeah. that gets a little bit. Wait, hold on. And we've only it's only happened a handful of times, but it has happened a handful of times. So what like, happened Saturday was did it rain Saturday? Uh sure did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I think, you know, kind of the big thing is is This is hard this is hard to do without sound like we're just yeah, bitching all the time. Super, I don't want to say that to except about. the only reason we're talking we talked about not talking about this. The only reason we're talking about it is because we talked about it for two years trying to figure out a better way with Travis and NRL. And we're trying to figure out the best way to do it for everybody. It's a difficult topic. So sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. So what happened is uh Saturday, we, we wake up and we know it's going to be wet. We already know it's going to be wet because we're, lo- we're looking at the weather forecast and it's 100% chance of rain and and wind. and it's supposed to be an inch, I think. Um, yeah, like an inch and a quarter was, was forecasted. It ended up being an inch, which is still a lot. Or more. I don't know. Um, and so part of the difficulty with that is that if there's a group of people that are shooting a match um, and they're shooting the entire match, and they can they can range every target. They can see every target. Really means that they can shoot. They have the opportunity to shoot at every target. Well, uh, between the three of us, there was you know a, a handful of targets that we didn't even get a chance to see because the rain and the fog and the and everything was so bad. Um, and then uh, our range finders wouldn't pick up stuff because, again, it was so bad. And so part of it is that you have a group of shooters that have engaged. Let's just throw out a number and say they've engaged 100 targets and they've, you know, they have their 100 points. Or, or maybe they have, we'll call it 80 points of those 100 targets. So that's about an 80% hit ratio. The difficult part is that a, another person you know, they might only be able to engage 40 targets. And so they're trying to put up the best score they can, but it's just not possible to do the same, you know, even the same course of fire. It's just not possible to have apples to apples comparison based off of weather conditions. And that's really the the overall you know, the overall problems. Well, and we sound like a bunch of grumpy old men. Like, I, I, <laughs> I know. We, we know I'm old. We all realize. This is the danger of what this we podcast, sound, and we talked about it, we're, we're letting her box. We so realize it. that we all sound like grumpy old men. That's And, and we're not trying to take away from those guys shooting No, good. absolutely they, not. Like, they shot good. It's just we don't know because, essentially, they shot. It was just different. And so until Very different. It was so, so much different. And until we figure Saturday, out. How, and then today it blew 15 to 20. Oh, that was, yeah. It ripped today. That's We were holding stuff that I think yesterday they're probably holding left edge. We're holding a mill, mill two on yeah. today, which is. You wouldn't have left the target yesterday. Yeah. And so, but and, they, and they, they had some they rain. They had some rain come through and, and stuff. And they had to shoot 16 stages in one day. They had stuff they had to fight through. But it was different. Jake's whacking his headset like something's something, wrong. We're yeah. all good on my end. Okay, sounds good. Are you? What's is something cutting out? It's just cut. It's cut. It's off. It's on. T- totally off. It's off. It's on now. Okay, America. Tell me the changes. I can. I can rotate America. this connection. Anyway, so there we were. All of us sucked, and I don't know. I mean, you battled through it. We did. There was a stage thrown out. 
that helped. That did help me. It that was, that hurt got, me the most. Matt got stuck in a rainstorm. Or no, the tablet on a stage got stuck in a rainstorm and ended up frying. Yeah. I also was stuck in that rainstorm. And Matt shot that stage during, we all shot during crap. Yeah, we all shot Matt shot it day. during a bad spot and got a three out of eight. Jake got an eight. I got a seven. Shot a little better conditions. And, but they happened to throw that one out, so that helped you. But it w- it didn't change any placement no, throwing no. that out. No. It did All for me. The, it but, did for Jake. But, oh. but, but that's okay. Jake got fourth. He would have yeah. got third or yeah. something. I don't Second, know. Yeah. 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 So it's. And it's, you know, nothing. That's, that's nothing. That's not here nor there. Yeah. That's just yeah. a tablet of pride, and it was the best decision. Yep, that's, I agree. It was the best decision. They only had, like, 15 scores. Ours happened to be some of them, and we also had paper backups, but there was, like, eight people with paper backups because the paper was ruined. So, like, we babied ours all day just because we generally do. But most people just gave up shooting. Like, about half the people quit. Not half, but a chunk of people quit. A bunch of people, by th- two or three stages left, they're just standing there like, I just got to get through this and go home. So a lot of zeros on the last few stages for people um, it was brutal. including myself saturday i got a zero was, on the last stage saturday our last stage of the day was brutal yeah and we just there was a few stages like that where we literally could not see the targets and we couldn't get a range and so when you're out there and you're shooting and you can't get a range you know you're you're literally just throwing that entire stage away and, and we're and not it happened ta- a couple times when we're saying not see the targets we're not talking not find the targets there's a stage where i found the targets I go to shoot the targets at one of the targets I cannot physically th- see right. through my scope. I never found those targets. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I found it through my binoculars, but I didn't find it through my scope. Well, yeah. but but I think the bigger thing is not being able to get a range on them. You know, oh, like yeah. you know when you're looking yeah, through yeah. and you just can't get it, and you're just gonna um, wing one. You know, you're just winging, so you're you have no way. Um, it's just a very it's just it's just a very different situation. It's, unfor- it's unfortunate. We're trying to figure out what to do. We. I think the bottom line is we cannot do this for the championship, and we did it last year, and it was almost cost us. Same thing almost happened. You get good conditions on one day, and it, you and you can get on a roll. I think I think in a lot of ways it's easier to shoot. I've I've done ROing, and it's not hard to shoot all the stages. And if you get in a roll, shoot in one direction, wins the same, and you just roll. And when you're on, you're on one. You guys know. You guys yeah. all, a bunch yeah. of you guys have had hot days. And when you have a hot day, you don't want that day to end. You're like, hey, let's shoot a 20 day PRS match today because I'm not missing targets. And so, and most of those are because conditions are pretty good. Yeah, when you get on one, you get on one. So, I don't know how to. I want to handle this. The only reason we're talking about it is because we've talked about it for two years, and we want to. We want to figure out a solution. So, what do you the think is best? The idea, and I, and I think this has been brought up a bunch. Yes, it if has. teams, if teams shot on Friday and then teams are owed for the championship, for, at least for the championship. But I think you could do it at every match. Ideally, it's going to make guys travel early to every match. So I see the argument there, but all the all the teams have to travel one day earlier. Or maybe not. Maybe not all of. I I don't know how. At a minimum, it would be nice for the championship to pull a class. I don't even care what class it is, but teams make the most sense because there was twelve teams at the championship last year, and so that'd be or no, there's ten. So there'd be twenty ROs. It'd be perfect. And so you could pull those guys, and there was a bunch of experienced shooters, so you get a bunch of ROs. They all shoot the exact same course of fire, and then light, heavy, and factory all shoot the exact same course of fire. I think universally that's been everyone's like, that would work. And I think we don't want to complain without some sort of solution. And right now that's where we're at for the finale. I don't know if we can get that implemented in time. but What about something like every match has like an alphabetical by last name? Like say, hey, if if your last name's between – a and 
D, well, now you have to RO the match. And then it's just a rotating, revolving. But, but you still have still different people. But you still have different people in same classes doing it. By, by teams going Friday, it's a complete... It's a separate com- situation. It's a com- it's and even competition for, mul- for all a, the groups. It's even for all the teams. It's even for all the individuals. And that's we just want fair. And and my biggest argument or complaint with it is I love the format. Like it's my favorite format to shoot. Yeah. So I don't want there to be a um, asterisk over all ast- these. Yeah, I don't want there to be asterisks next to wins, and I don't want there to be asterisks ne- next to losses. Because a couple of the ROs were like. They were they were like, dude, we're sorry. Like some, like I want to shoot another one of these and beat you fair and square. Like K- they, they K- brought it up to yeah, us. Yeah, Kale was like, dude, yeah. like he Brantley, was like it was yeah. their ball. I mean, and it is what it is. Like I would have been stoked to shoot Friday. If we looking back, I would have shot Friday. I mean, if we had the choice, there's. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I would have loved it. Yeah, there's no, you know, uh, it is what it is, and there, it's it's hard. To, I love all the guys, the bad, the mass directors. Everything was great. Arena was great. No, the food was they great. did a good job. They, they did a really good job. Everything was awesome. Good prize table. Everything was great. It's just this is this one thing in this league. We love the sport, and that's why we're passionate about it. We, I don't know. We just we're just throwing out ideas, and we got to talk about it because. Yeah, it's too glaring yeah, to yeah, not. Yeah, I know. I'm, a, yeah, I'm like watching my words. I'm like, it's too glaring not to when the five guys have RO next to their name on this. Pra- you guys are all going to see it on practice score, so it is is what it is. And I think some people they they try they they take the passion, they take the competitiveness, they take the the wanting to make it a fair and fun league. They take that kind of out of context sometimes, and just say, oh, these people are whining or. This is going on, and you know, I'm, not, I'm not just talking about three people. There's there's a there's a ton of people that are that are kind of you know in there. Well, guess what? There's some passion involved, and there's some oh yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that that is important to people, and so well, there, and there's travel across. There's money. There's travel. We yeah, we we all have a lot invested. When yeah. you're when you're from Washington State and you go to a shoot in Georgia, we spend a, a lot, lot of invested. money coming down here, and you, so it's important. You mentioned. Uh, the word. And I really wanted one of those stinking trophies. No. The coolest trophies I've seen. These awesome tall hawks. They I know. were really uh, cool. Just check it on my Instagram. I'm about to. I I did get one of those tall hawks. So oh, you did. We'll post a picture. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, my bad. Whoa. So <laughs> uh, no. Well, you keep using the word important. So I'd like to talk about actual another pretty important topic. About 20 minutes ago, I really had to pee. And I made the mistake of letting Jake drive. Whatever, Hold Jake's on. driving. The first mistake you made was for the last 10 hours. You had to pee. Yeah, I never Unlimited peed. places okay, to pee. fine. Okay. Fine. So I'm like, hey, pull over so I can pee. How long after we left Arena? It was like 10 minutes. No. Uh, maybe like a minute. Well, yeah, yeah as we yeah. pulled out, I said, I'm going to need to pee. Yeah. But it was 10 minutes down the road before we did. Yeah. So he pulls over, Jake. For me to pee. Right. Side, side of the highway here. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'd like some cover. I got kind of a shy bladder. I'm I, not, I, I turned the truck over you did. for you. You, you, pre- you gave me a decent situation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And as my uh, flow began. As soon as I heard the flow is what you meant to say. Jake drove away and left <laughs> me in the middle of an open field. How awesome is that? Peeing. It's only a four-lane ca- highway. With cars Going by both there, directions. I, so in all and fairness, me standing there, literally, <laughs> dong out with <laughs> open stream in my hand, 
like a jackass. No, well, and, and, and all there fairness, may or may not be a picture of this. I looked, I looked in front of me and behind me. I saw one car. You total. saw that there were for sure cars coming. I so saw you one left car, me. and so I said, you know what? It's going to be just this little circle, a little circle of fun. Yep. Yeah. The only people that that know about yeah. this are us three and everyone and listening the Dodge to this Demon podcast. That was driving by. <laughs> you volunteered the information, so yeah. I just want the people to know what I have to deal with. <laughs> and Jake Matt gets in the car and says there will be retribution. So we'll see. But he was laughing so hard. He was laughing so hard with a belly laugh. I could see his pee stream going farther <laughs> when he was chuckling. <laughs> so that was a good time for Matt too. Uh, uh, <laughs> side topic. What should we do to fix that next year? Uh, <laughs> what rules could we change? I, I think probably go pee ahead of time. And yeah, then, I oh, think that's we'll a good see. idea. We'll see. We'll see what <laughs> rules change. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, All in fun. Do we want to, like, are there any stages we want to go over? Yeah, I mean, so the other, just before, the other things we talked about were, which is difficult, were if you've placed in a match, you can't or you need to shoot the same match yeah. time as everybody else but that I don't like that, that because then you have less well. experience ROs it's, it's nice to have good ROs yep. so yep. we don't know we just we didn't want to say something without having some ideas I think the RO is the best idea at least for the championship I think it's teams. a no brainer uh, yeah RO teams yeah. for the championship yep I think that's a no-brainer. So um, do you think that the, the better shooters are only ROing because they also get to count them for points? Or do you think that we should just say, hey, look, yes. the, the, the ROs are okay. So These people didn't drive five, six, seven hours to RO. They can shoot and yeah, RO. It's a, great, are, it's a good deal. It is. Yeah. yeah and yeah. if you hit the weather right, you get an extra 10 points or whatever. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, at least extra five, six. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know where that number came from. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but in gosh, all fairness, dang, in, wanna, in all fairness, I, I think a very calm. <laughs> I think a very calm, uh, no win day, um, with the size of the targets that the NRL hunter is putting up because it's it's a range and it's hunt you're not putting up itty bitty little six inch or eight inch targets that's not what you're doing you're putting up animal size targets that are 20 inches across you're putting up you know full-size coyote or foxes that are 24 and and 30 inches across you're putting up uh, a little bit bigger targets and so it's not always about the the shooting A, a little bit is about the wind but i think on a very calm day Assuming you're dope and your your data is dialed, yeah, but go, you know go you're, ahead. you're not missing many shots, and so it very well could be a 10, 12 point swing per day. Yeah, but then also when you've got bigger winds and you're getting crosswind jump up and down, and you're shooting little tiny. I mean, we shot some little foxes yeah, at six hundred plus yards. Yeah, that's we true. shot rabbits at six fifty. Like that's you start true. getting some narrow targets where you get a little up and down going on too. So now you're chasing a little bit of elevation because you're not sitting on the clock running crosswind jump and kestrel. And we, you know, you add and subtract and do your best, but you're still. You know, we had a little bit of vertical going on a couple stages. Uh, and I think you, you definitely can... miss stuff in NRL Hunter that you would not miss at a PRS match yeah. yes. because you're arranging it quick with your binos and you're taking the dope and you're saying, oh, I'll take off one for crosswind jump or I'll add one for crosswind jump. Yeah. Whereas at a PRS match, you're punching all numbers. You're getting the exact. You got exact ranges too. You I have mean... exact ranges. You have, and you you can run. Hey, what's a ten mile an hour at this look like? Whereas in this, where hey, a ten mile an hour is roughly the yardage plus 
yardage and a half, meaning if it's 500 yards, you have five-tenths plus another two-and-a-half-tenths, so you're going to hold three-quarter mil. And so you're just coming up with numbers in your head quick, whereas PRS, you've got an armboard printed out with just all you're kinds of data You're watching people's trace. You're yeah. watching. I mean, there's, it's, just, it's a different sport, and I'm, a, and I'm happy for it. I love the PRS. Super competitive, precise the most precise shooters in the world. I think they're yeah. it's the best discipline in the world. Yes, but you definitely everything. miss shots in this that you're like, oh, that would be a gimme in a PRS match. But yeah. this isn't a PRS match. No. Yeah. yeah, it's different. And part of it too is it would be very interesting to calculate the scores based off of what are perceived to be the easier stages compared to harder stages. Because I think where the environment affects it is actually the easier stages because you're not able to maybe range some of them because it's just, you just can't see them. My worst stage was 400 yards and in on pretty healthy size That's targets. That's what I was yeah. saying. And I got a zero. Yeah. Be- just because you couldn't see. Yeah, exactly. I to 800 yards and win because I could range and see them. Right. I, I got a zero on a stage that was one of the, it was well, not an easy stage, a, but it was four, there were 400 yards. And yeah. I got a three and Jake got a two. Two. Yeah, so, it was very, very. So out of. And you barely got your three. And I mean, out it was of like twenty-four points. We score a five collectively. Yeah. If that's in a PRS situation, we score a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Every Twenty-three time. or twenty-four. Yeah. That's right. You no clean problem. that every time. Yeah. Yes. No yeah. problem. And yeah. so the variables I mean, sh- that that yeah, brings I in. Yeah. I shot two shots and couldn't. See, yeah. I just. You just. It's just a different. But that's where I'm saying that those easier <sighs> stages seem yeah. to be affected. Because the point gaps, you know, on they're going to get sevens and eights. That's exactly right. Uh, under good condition, all day long, you know, a average to above average to very good shooter should be should be cleaning or getting at least six sevens and eights on those. Where as soon as the conditions come in, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you are. You know, the high score on that stage is three or four, and you're like, well, there's obviously a there's obviously a situation here. That needs to be fixed, and it's pretty. It's pretty apparent. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm trying to approach that as politely as possible, and I, I don't know. I think we did. We threw out some ideas. We're hope we threw it out because we hope the finale is addressed for that. I understand the rest of the season can deal with it. It goes both ways. Um, so it is what it is. Um, I guess let's talk about the match. What did you guys learn? Saturday, gear-wise, rain, dealing with water. <laughs> I mean, not dealing with water. Hold on a second. Jake and I just each had a piece of jerky. It's so good, too. Okay, I'll keep talking. <laughs> they're, they're chewing. <laughs> so Saturday starts out, and we're, we, I'm running. I don't run scope caps in the rain, partially because I can't fit them very good. But most of it is I feel like you get moisture in there, and they get closed. You, you flip them open for the next stage, and they're fogged up. So I just run open caps. I think we all did the same thing. Yep. We run. Um, we all run pack covers, like backpack, the lightweight uh, rain covers for backpacks. This is what we use mostly on our guns. Just stretch it over the muzzle or wrap it around the scope in the action as fast as you can. The saving grace, I think, to this, which you know didn't help you a ton, but there's stages were so spread out. We were driving between these different groups of stages, so we'd shoot one or two or three stages, and then you get in the truck and drive for you know. You know, three minutes, but you're also waiting in line, so you're sitting in your truck. We had the heat just ripping. We had we had T-shirts. We were trying to keep ammo dry, dry off the optics, and you could get stuff pretty dry. And then 
and you have everything covered till the clock started. Well, no, after the clock started. No, that I, and that. I wouldn't got unwrap. Us. I mean, you'd, we'd spend 20 seconds unwrapping binos, unwrapping guns. So you get on, you get your gun in position, get your mag in, and then I would unwrap my gun really quick and try to shoot uh, yeah, but, before but, I couldn't see anymore. But we lose 10 or 15 yeah, percent of our and, time and by we doing those things. struggled with time on a few of these yeah, that we out. wouldn't have because of how much time we spent getting a gun uncovered and Un- getting your binos uncovered. out of your jacket yeah and just exactly. getting everything yeah <laughs> just sliding and so in the there's bunch. an argument we'll say well don't wrap it up well that's fine too but now everything is see. completely wet your lenses are wet you can't see because it's driving rain I mean, by the end of the stage i couldn't see on half of them anyway i mean you're you're racing to get to your third yeah. your, your third third and fourth shots i pull out a lens cloth and wipe my lens between shots oh, just yeah. just trying to see something yeah yep. So. And, and those are the things that people might not think about when they think about shooting in the rain versus not shooting in the rain and the differences. It, it is a drastic difference. Um, and so part of that is having good gear management. Obviously, we are going into this with the highest expectations as possible. Yeah. We want to clean every stage. It doesn't matter if it's snowing, sideways rain, yeah. muddy, which we also had a, a, a <laughs> couple really, really muddy stages that were horrible. We saw some good falls. So, oh. Yeah, so there's, there's all those things. There's one, guy's, one guy goes walk out of the stage and from so head bad. to toe on his back, shoulders yeah. down his ass, all the way back was like he's covered in red clay. So he, he went down backwards all the way down. So yeah, yeah. But, and, and so that that's it. You know, our mindset going into it is, hey, look, it doesn't matter conditions. We're going to we're going to go out there and give it our best effort. And so but I think if so, a question question for, for both of you guys on Saturday and, and Sunday, because Sunday was still very windy. But on on Saturday in particular, what do you think if there was your your performance? So, Matt, you had 55 points. John, you had 46 and I had 47. What do we think our number Plus would would be <laughs> if we yeah. didn't have to do those things? You know, just just a very rough guess. Oh man! Gosh, it's so hard to, it's hard to, to say know. that. It's hard to know. It's got to be it's ten points. It's hard to points. know by the end of the. We were debating between ten and 12, ten and fifteen, ten and twelve, eight and ten. I think it's around ten. ten you know, there but, were some there were some targets that I. The, that blind stage uh, where you had to go into ground blind the last and shoot. Stage. Yeah, I got a three on it. In good conditions, uh, worst case scenario, you get a six or seven. seven. Like, yeah. You're going to clean that a good percentage. You look at the RO the scores and there was all sevens and eights. Yeah, yep. in that stage in my mind was so easy and just everything, for me, everything. The, uh, I freaking went in a puddle so hard it splashed up got on the objective of my scope it was just it was a disaster and and then just a mental wear down after a full you know a full day like how i don't know how it affects we shot good i mean we finished well but the last two or three stages you're freezing i mean guys are just shaking like there was a couple guys that were in cotton and just cold really cold but you know there's it's just a combination of things but yeah that stage I know I wouldn't have got a zero. I mean, I'll just give it that. I mean, I couldn't range, couldn't range targets. Couldn't. It. I don't know what it costs. I think it's somewhere in there. I mean, all that to say, uh, I mean, you rally. You're the only one. You rallied through. I mean, not not enough, but you you still you shot you shot good. You gapped us pretty good. Yeah. And we oh, shot well, and my goal. My goal at this one was to win factory. I'm shooting a. I'm shooting my savage. Six five creed like you oh, handily won that very basic right yeah, yeah I, I won that and I 
had a shot at winning overall with it, which different conditions. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. That's that's the biggest issue. It's the maybe of it. Like, yeah. I. And you really had a shot after they threw out a stage where you dropped five on. Yeah. Yeah, your worst stage yeah. they threw out. Yeah. yeah, your worst stage they happened to throw out. So it's like, oh, okay, well, now well, Matt's yeah, got no. a shot. Just yeah. so you know, Matt didn't say anything about that stage. We came the next day, and they had thrown it out. So Yeah, no, I <laughs> no, wasn't. That was... And, again, I, either way, I win factory. Either yeah, way, yeah, I yeah, you, you nothing can throw changes. Out, you can throw yeah. out half your stages because you, you had a pretty big gap. You won factory gap. by 40 points or something. Yeah. Well, so... The um, but we don't go for winning our class. We all, we're going to win overall, and of that's course. always the goal between us. We're trying to go there, and that's what we're trying to do. But um, I don't know. As far as gear goes, I want, I'm going to burn my tripod when I get home. It was not a really right stuff. I will leave it at that. I, I don't know why. Like I don't. I wanted a bigger legged one, and I had one, and I cleaned it all up. I've had it for a long time, and I brought it, and it was. I, and, and stuff I gets couldn't loose. Lock it. I couldn't. Un- I, I try to get the legs tight enough to not slip, and then. They would keep slipping, and then I couldn't even unlock the leg to go all the way. It was just anyway. Was so my worst yep. thing was the tripod. That was my, I brought a new one and I cleaned it, and I thought I was going to be fine. Other than that, I was happy with my gear. I shot the twenty five Creed a little warmer than I like, but I hit no pressure at all despite all the rain, which I was worried about. And the gun hammered like stage five. They threw out, which was those were pretty small targets out to eight hundred and eight yards. You know, we're holding wind, and I'm center punching those. I missed the second target just barely on wind, made a correction, and then ran the next two out. You know, missed that one six, and then hit seven, hit eight. And I was like, the gun's hammering. I mean, we're hitting the, hitting that little skinny coyote at six whatever. Like, really happy with the gun. Uh, bullet shot great. Everything trued up great. I love my Swirl. The, the EL range, the new EL range, seem to be doing really well. I think all in all, the gear performed wonderfully i just i'm going back to my my little really right stuff i just want a little bigger tripod it's funny you bring up well think of the tripod thing yeah i like generally i am about supporting the companies that support me like with almost all my gear like savage leopold curtis mdt whatever i i do not know anyone at really right stuff i've never met anyone at really stuff i know nothing about really right stuff (laughs) The only I I've tried other tripods and I they just stay at home. There's just it it doesn't even seem like there's another option tripod wise. Which John or Jake didn't run one this weekend, so maybe maybe I need to expand my options. I don't know, but I am <laughs> I am I'm like OCD about the tripod. Gonna go right back to him. Though. Well, but it's it's very important when you get a leg that's collapsing and it just oh. won't tighten up. When you get knobs that you're when when you need to grab a knob spin it and and take a leg down it has to be within a second or it has to be quick and the problem is is that you know john is is you know like maybe i shoot and so i stick around and watch john after i shoot and he's just on the struggle bus and he's trying to wrench on a deal and it's like wait a minute because normally i can hold my gun in my right hand in the air if i need to make an adjustment or hold it up with my right hand and then move the tripod with one hand i've done that for years it's easy not not today. <laughs> well, and another another part of it is for John and I. Jake was shooting heavy, and your gun shoots awesome. You can single bag it off a rock, single yeah. bag it off your tripod. It's great. 
John's gun and my gun in light, no. they do not sit on a single the peg. The Hunt 26 is a hunting chassis, not a not a one bag. Not a competition. stock on the Carbon Savage is yeah. a hunting stock. And I'm running the the MPA hybrid, which is basically a lightened version of a competition yeah. type yeah. chassis. Yeah. And obviously, I love it. That's why I'm running it. But I can throw it up there, and I can just run a bag, and I just shoot it just like a comp chassis. Yeah. And mm. it just hammer times. Yeah, um, and we're not doing that. We're counting do that so much stuff. on tripod rear. Yep. And so we spend so much time yep. setting up our tripods for a tack table rear, setting up our tripods for a rear leg. And so tripods are so – I mean, the MDT triple pole – like bipod wise, we use that a ton. Yeah, that's, that's so important. The second most important thing I think in the lighter divisions is a tripod that you know you can work with quick, and you know what it's going to do. Yep. And and watching yep. John, like look, when we're in front Dude. of him, we look back and watch him. And watching John struggle with a tripod was <laughs> a painful thing to watch because he's usually Dude. so smooth. Well, I ran my little, I got this little mini RRS that I've ran for years because it flies easy. I like a bigger one, but it flies so easy. I've always ran it. And and I, I got to go back. I'm just so used to it. I know the levels. I know the heights that it just naturally hit without thinking. And this one, I'm second guessing everything. And then I couldn't hit my heights and I wanted to because they kept, you know, they kept, um, are you good now? Um they kept uh slipping you know when i'd get anyway it just it that was that was my big takeaway other than that i think everything was good um gear wise how do you guys feel yeah i i uh i think all my stuff was good gear wise go and give a full rundown on your gear and and what you use and then and then you do that as well john yep so i was shooting a savage carbon tactical i had a mdt triple pole for my bipod, shooting a Mark V, um, 525 with the PR2. I had the without warning brake in the front without the tuner weight on it because I couldn't make weight with it. So just the brake without the tuner um, in a 6.5 Creedmoor. And it, it was shooting great. Shooting um, really good, yeah. Yeah, it shot great. It, there, there wasn't. Bullets, ammo. Uh, shooting 140s at 2,800 ish feet a second. Yep. Um, and, and there wasn't, there was one shot I slipped over the back of Coyote that I was like, ooh, that was goofy. But the other than that, there it always went where it was supposed to go. Yeah, it shot good. I mean, it, it, shot yeah. as good as any, it shot as good as any of the customs. Yeah. The inciting groups were dots. Like, it was pretty impressive. Oh, the gun's shooting good. And so yep. um, my only complaint with it is it's hard to shoot good. And so I I can't just grab it and throw it on a rock on a single bag and expect for it to shoot good. I, it needs to be supported well. Um, and so I would spend my time to build those positions more so, which, yep. which when you're fighting a cover because of rain and stuff i didn't have as much time sometimes to build those positions but the gunshot good um the only thing i i like on on that on your uso scope jake you've got those goofy little uh the honeycomb the honeycomb on your sunshade yeah and i like that when it's dumping rain in your face uh that never gets wet yeah that was a pretty cool option i don't have that might have to look into something like that yeah just a little bit break that up wouldn't hurt so John, yeah, I'm running the running a uh, 26 chassis in a 25 Creed uh, Curtis action. Running the uh, carbon barrels, shooting for benchmark. Um, MDT comp brake, MDT triple pull bipod. I had a guy come up. He's like, I didn't know what triple pull was when I listened to your podcast. We just take it for granted. So that's an MDT Skypod. 
um, triple pull. So it's three leg sections. That's the triple pull. And she goes long. It, it can get pretty tall. It's real versatile. Like if you got to shoot off a rock, sometimes you can just pull it long and put the bipod out front and use the rock as a rear support, even though it's a couple feet tall even. So it's pretty versatile that way. Um, um, uh, loophole Mark V shooting the 525 I can make light with all that stuff um, actually I had a pound to spare this weekend um, but yeah uh, real happy with that uh, I don't know if I missed anything this is my first time with 25 Creed and like I said earlier I, I was a little worried especially when the weather was changing like when you get an inch plus in a day that's a lot of rain and uh, I was worried about pressure and I, and I didn't hit it I feel pretty positive pretty positive about that because it liked the lower note accuracy wise and it shot pretty good up here but i didn't like it because i thought it was hot but i made it through this if i can make it through this week i think i can make it through any of them so uh felt pretty good about that liking those 135 burgers they seem like they flew well i hit targets i missed some targets that were for sure my fault i didn't shoot at a handful of targets i couldn't see a range but the one the longer targets that i got to shoot at some of the harder stages that were long and th- skinny dope was perfect i made really good hits ones you're like man that you get in the scope you're like oh, that looks pretty small and then you just center punch them it feels feels good so i was real happy about the performance overall trying that uh the new the alpha ocd 25 creed brass just out of the box really easy it shot all virgin brass this match which don't normally do and just kind of the easy button didn't have to run it through bushing or anything so i really i really like that so uh i think that's i think that's my setup jake so I run in the heavy class, um, and my rifle is a 6.5 Creed built by Alamo. Um, it's a Curtis Valor, and uh, I'm running an MPA uh, hybrid chassis in there that, that I did a little bit of uh, customizing to to add my timer and just some stuff like that so that I got it set up uh, how I want it for a, a hunting match. Um, I'm running a U.S. Optics Foundation 25 scope. Um, Matt mentioned the little honeycomb. I, I keep that in there. It just it's it just helps keep that rain off the front lens, uh, and then you just have to worry about the back lens. And so, you know, you got a little wipe or something in your pocket, and you can you know you can wipe it on the fly if you need. Uh, a dry wipe is what you need. A wet wipe will just smear it all over, and you still can't see anything. Mm-hmm. So you can't run that. Um, and I run a steel uh, benchmark barrel. Uh, and, and since I'm in heavy class, I just have to get a light enough chassis to be able to accommodate my barreled action. And so basically I just told Phil, hey, I need this to be, you know, 2.75 pounds or, or whatever I said, um, or, or th- three pounds, something like that. He said, okay, well, I can do that. And so that, you know, that kind of makes it nice. I try to, I try to be right in that 15-pound range uh, with everything. I also run an MDT triple pole Skypod, um, and then uh, you know part of part of all those things is figuring out what works for you. And so for me, I really really like the triple pole. I really like the chassis feel. It feels much more like my comp rifles, which I'm very comfortable with because that's you know my game. You know you know in, in totality, it, it kind of depends on what you like and, and what you want to run anyway and then you got to you know combine that with the weight that you can run and then figure out what which parts work best for you so uh i run that obviously i run the 153 uh a tips and a 65 creed which they absolutely hammer i just um H- shot H- tiny H- 350 <laughs> oh, that powder. there was a on side was that a deer 
no, oh, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. It's a first stage this, today. First stage today with this deer target. We shot off some rocks. And I was first. I went first today. And Jake put this group on that deer with those <laughs> A-tips, leave this little silver dot. And it, it how far was that target? Four or 500 yards? Uh, it was like 470 or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it was probably a three-quarter inch, <laughs> maybe half it inch. Just, One bag off rocks. Oh, yeah. it was dirty. And so that was that was actually something that we talked about after that. So So these guys all cleaned it as well. But I think when you, you know, when you can have the the same competition type, for me at least, it's a little bit comforting because I'm like, okay, I know I'm right there. I know the gun hammer times. You know, it's for me when I miss shots, when I don't get shots down range, when I, you know, when I don't get a, a, a great score on a stage, I really only have myself to blame. And so that's important in the, in the learning game because I know that an NRL hunter, um, I need to get better. I, I'm I'm a great shooter. That that's that's not the issue. For me, my issue is ranging, gear management, um, writing dope down, you know, quick, and all the other things that go with it is stuff that I know that I need to practice to become a, a really good NRL hunter shooter. I've won some matches in NRL hunter, and so I can get it. But sometimes those are. You know, the, the matches that I've won, they've been perfect weather. And so I can range all the targets. Well, if you, if, if you give a good shooter all the ranges and he knows all the ranges because they're easy to range and your gun's dialed in, you very well should hit a lot of those targets, right? Yeah. And so and most of the positions at some of those matches are you lay down over a hill and you shoot prone or you got to elevate prone, a little yeah. bit off of a tripod. All that stuff's really simple and easy, So I can, and, and, and I can do that. Um, Tyler Payne set this one up, and he's a he's a killer, and he he did some creative stuff. Well, him and Scott, there was yep. some. There was it. What do you guys think on a scale of one to ten? Ten being the hardest, NRL hunter wise, one being the easiest. Where do you think this landed, match difficulty wise? Th- trying to trying to exclude the weather, just. I would say just course of fire. It was it was probably right in the middle. Um, the targets were generous. Yeah, and you add the weather, and it becomes a 9 yeah, or 10. Yeah, and then you add the weather, <laughs> and it to, becomes yeah, something else. Trying so to throw the weather out. I would say it was right. You know, the course of fire was maybe dead smack in the middle. They they had a couple stages where I was like, okay, that was really tight. But some of the other matches that we've shot, like every single stage, you got to go hard. Um, and so it just depends. I mean... I would say it's kind of right in I the think middle. It, I think it's probably a little harder than average. Maybe yeah. maybe a seven. I was gonna go. I was gonna go six ish. Yeah. It's hard to distinguish. I'm trying to think back through the weather. So weather. So it's a little, a little tough. But six or seven. Stage thirteen was tough. The 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 Badger stage yeah. had the potential to be today. Oh, it was, and it was. I it was I, tough. I, I liked that one again. Up. The weather was such a a battle but the match just itself like i it was well like they were cool stages yeah like the the, the uh, stage where we shot out of the connex and you had to shoot through the windows yeah, yeah, yeah. of that car like that was that was cool that like, was a fun stage that yeah, was, and even and that was probably tyler was you know that was probably the most throwaway stage as far as close range because uh, tyler was like i don't know about this one because that it was kind of a last minute thing i guess and I thought it was fun. The way they set it up was good. You yeah. had to. I set up two two positions where I had I couldn't see the target. I had to move again. So, the, just, and that coyote the coyote stage uh, we shot towards the end of the day. What stage was that? Twelve ish or something. Oh, yeah, off the rocks. Off, yeah, off, off the, the rocks. rocks. And what, you fun go, stage. We, we, 
John goes to that left rock yeah. and spends forever setting up. It turns out you can't see the Kyle from there. I took and, my and sweet time and <laughs> moved, started to set up, moved, started to set up, moved. It was probably my longest setup of the day. Got in position, kind of did my little shoulder shake and snuggled down in my bag. Oh, realized I couldn't, see the deer, couldn't see the Kyle at all. I was like, oh, wrong rock. <laughs> I had a lot of time, so I was being a little lazy. It worked oh. out, but I was... That was probably my worst. <laughs> Who knows if I would have broke that shot, I probably would have got that fourth one off before I picked up and cleaned it instead of dropping that one. Well, yeah, and today I felt like almost all the stages, uh, I had a lot of time on. Besides that Badger stage, I, I felt like everything was, I maybe had like a minute left on, on most things because yeah, today was. it was very straightforward. The, yeah. Today we had to well, deal with some, some wind. Well, today that helped. Yeah, we could see, but we, we did have to deal with the wind. And so. Well, dude, and you get 30 extra seconds of not unwrapping your gun and wiping water. That's I mean, true, it too. takes, it turns, a, it gets an extra 30 seconds. So you finish, like, I had 30 seconds left. You're like, well, yeah, or you would have timed out. Yep. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, 13 was a jam. It was, there was four badgers down in this pine bottom, like these kind of these, I don't know, 10 year old pine trees. And you ran up there and they were tough you couldn't really see the placard they were elevated kind of hidden throughout these trees there was four of them in this row uh, they were all hard to range they were all hard to range um goofy position by the time you found them like i made a mistake i think jake and i both made did you set up high i did too yep yeah we both tried to like shoot up, up high on a, on a little off hillside. a tripod off this hillside and I think Matt said you 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 said you got it prone, right? Yeah, I mean it, it was a high prone. It was it was my double pull shooting through stuff, kind of straight down with with my bolt triple pull, big yeah. or yeah my uh, triple pull all the way down with both of my shooting bags in the rear, like almost pump pill height. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it, it was a well, it worked for it. You dropped one, so yeah, it worked out. But it was I got I got stage. down on my hands and knees and was looking to see ooh, where where do I have a clearing here and I had to move I'd shoot one and I'd move six inches right or six inches left because yep. there was so much brush in the way and stuff so you're just trying to find holes through there but I was able to find some holes from a low I did hit one I the one shot I dropped on that I hit a branch so yeah. it was tight my my mistake on that and, and, and a couple stages that cost me uh, first of all I found the first target instantly and there was left to right but I didn't know it was the first target so I kept looking to the left to find the first target wasted some time there and then as soon as the cl- internal clock starts going, you know you got to get going. The heart rate picks up a little bit. I come back, realize that's the first, and they're left to right. So I start panning to the right to find the rest. I find them all, but because I'm rushing, I don't make visual landmarks of those targets. And so my mistake on that stage was I spent a lot of time looking for targets, which is usually my strong suit. Is Usually I can just, once I know where they're at, I'm really good at target Both acquisition. You guys are really good. That, that and, was and the that only stage. Because I, I didn't do that. That it's was a, the only stage. I went back to my binoculars two or three times to I thought about targets. doing it, and I left them back and I looked at my timer and I was jammed. I was like, so I just powered down and scanned and I did, I did time out. I got, uh, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to shoot the last target and I dropped one shot. I shot, dropped one out of the six I engaged. So I dropped three cause I didn't shoot the last one, but it was because of that. It's cause I didn't make good landmarks. There weren't any. Well, the first target, there, bunch of trees that there, was, there was a dead tree at the first target yeah but after that those other three there weren't and i because yeah. i tried to get a landmark and that's where i end up going back to my and, and so i had my binos right beside me and i went back to them twice because i was like Crap, I think that where was that i think that's smart i so i shot that stage really poorly um i had all the confidence going in 
to that yeah, stage because I was clean up until there. And so, and I shot some really tough stages and cleaned them and cleaned them and cleaned them. So then I was, I had, I, I was shooting good. I know my rifle shooting good. You know, um, so I get up there and I kind of had the same journey as John. I saw a target right away, but I didn't see a placard. And so then I, and I know it's left to right. And so if you see a target right away, well, this, this kind of goes both ways, but if you see a target right away, um, in this format and you're not on the placard, look to the left or look up or down wherever those targets should be going. Because on just on Interval Hunter, if there's a four target array on any of the targets, the first target has a placard. That's so on exactly a four target right. first target on a four target array should have this big black or white placard and, and it was the left placard's to the right. like thirty six inches, so you cannot miss it. If it's there you're gonna see it. And so I get on this for uh, you know this target that I that I get on and I see it. I was like, okay, there is a target. It's not the first target because the placard is nowhere yep. near it. So then I scan to the left as well, and I probably spent you know twenty seconds looking to the left. I didn't see anything, and then I went and then I looked down at my landmarks, which they have little uh, flag landmarks, and I was like, well, I'm right on that line on the left line. So let me look again. So I look on the left line, I'm scanning, I'm scanning. I know that these targets can't be very far because it, it just doesn't allow it based off of the vegetation to really put them out to like 800 or 1,000 yards. You can really get targets to be like 200 to 450 yards, and that's about it. And so I finally get back over to that first target that I saw, and I was looking around, and I was like, geez, Louise, and then I saw a little hint of black on this sign, and I was like, Okay, that may be it. Then I stand up, and then I look again. Sure enough, I see about a third of a sign underneath that very first target. Okay, the problem is I wasted 30, 20, a solid 20 seconds when I could have just wrote, wrote dope down on that. Same. I like, I do like when match directors do that. I like when they make you think. The, the plaque was visible. You just had to be standing. You had to be taller for than it to be from, from waist height. You could see maybe an inch or two yeah. at the top <laughs> of this thirty-six right. inch yeah. thing. And I was yeah. like, "Is that the white and black straight below the blue T post?" Um, do we take one of these roads? I think okay. Um, and so I, I, I do like when uh, when master directors switch it up and make it because if if they didn't, you walk up there and you would see the pla- you would see it with your naked eye, and it would make that stage way way easier. So I do like the being creative with some of that stuff. I thought it was I thought it was cool the yep. way they just let you see a piece of it. So then my debacle on that stage was I was already a little bit frustrated, and so then I'm trying to range a little bit quick because I already know I'm 30 seconds down, you know, on my time. And so I tried to range quick. Now, this first target was in front of some trees. I ranged the trees in the back, and I got roughly 338, if, if I remember right. And then I just I keep it on scan mode, and I scan down to the target, and I got 314. Boom. I immediately wrote that, that down. And then I just go to the next target. And the next target was, you know, uh, whatever it was. Well, my problem is that, is that I didn't spend enough time to get an accurate range on that target because I guess the target, the RO told me the target was at like 265 or 264 or something like that when it was all said and done. And so he saw me go over the top, and so he figured that that's exactly what I did. Sure enough, I didn't spend enough time to go far enough down and really ping that target. And so now I missed that target. So now I range all my targets. I know I'm running out of time. 
Now I'm getting my position. I'm running out of time. My position's now bad. I try to elevate up on a tripod. <laughs> my legs on the tripod were a little bit, I don't want to call them rusted together, but they're, they have like that frozen together when you get a bunch of rain and mud all over them, and then they dry. Well, now they're frozen together. And so I'm trying to unlock this leg, and it's just pissing me off. <laughs> and so I'm getting a leg, and then finally it comes all the way out. And so then I slam it down. I slam it down too far, and then I have to bring it halfway back up. And then my tripod's cattywampus because I didn't go far enough. So <laughs> you guys start train, to understand. The train, the train wrecks, the train wrecks goes, Yeah, it goes fast. And yeah. so then, you know, I start to shoot this first target over the top of a tripod because I had to be elevated because there was a little bit of grass in the front. And so I had to be elevated. Well, I missed this first target, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to miss a target that's, you know, maybe six, seven inches tall by 12 inches wide at 300 yards. I, that's a, that's a, a hard target. target to miss. I know you're talking about six inches tall not being very tall, but at 300 yards, that's, that's, very, that's a yeah, high great. hit percentage yeah. in, in my world. Well, guess what? I missed it. And then I was like, so now you take a couple seconds to figure out how do you miss it? Like, that's impossible. Do I give it more wind? Do I give it less wind? I gave it more wind. I missed it again. And now I'm cussing inside my own mind trying to figure out what to do. Now I'll go to the next one. Time! It's like, oh, are you kidding me? Or whatever happened. You know, I mean, I ended up getting some points on it. But, gosh, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. So you, got the, you hit the second target once? I hit the second target on so my first round, and then I timed out. So I ended up, I ended up getting two points with one hit. And then I and then I I didn't even get to shoot the third target, so I yeah. timed out. Yeah. I missed the first target both times. I timed out on the last two targets, and so you just see how quickly that a stage. And so this particular stage is 100% all my fault. I, I could have avoided it. Matt got seven out of eight. Yeah. He he did fine. Yeah. Um, but I I could have avoided it with a little bit better equipment management. I could have avoided it by maybe having a little bit more experience on looking at that first target and, and knowing that I should maybe look around that target. It was the most obvious target of all the targets. Yeah. So it was very, very easy but to... But not all of us. We, none of us saw it at first. Stuff snowballs so fast in NRL. Sure does. It does. Like, it, it, the difference in it between a PRS format, you miss a shot and... It doesn't snowball in PRS, like, unless you have no. a real bad malfunction or something really yeah, bad, which but, is rare. But in this, it snow... It, and it's it, funny it's, how you can tell. Like, it's like a fine line between zeroing a stage and cleaning the stage. Yep. Like, it yep. is shocking how fine That's that right. line is. Well, yep. and we, we're all standing back... Matt and I and the rest of the friggin' I don't know, through 12, there was a bunch of people at that stage. We all sat there hanging out. And we're talking, talking, talking. Jake had gone up a little bit ago. We're talking. And Matt and I kind of look at each other at the same time. We're like, it's been a long time. Yeah, and Jake like, hasn't shot anything yet. We, heard, we have not heard we any We have not heard a gunshot. And you, we, didn't, we weren't paying attention. We were just talking to this other guy about fire ants or something. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, instantly this internal clock's going off. You're like, and then you just wait, and finally hear a shot. You don't hear you because you can hear the steel ringing out. Don't hear you don't hear anything. You're like, uh oh, and you know. And then you guys, same thing. When I went up to that blind, the last stage, same of the last thing. day, I go up. I was uh, first go up. They don't hear anything. They don't hear anything. I, they, I get done, and we were driving home. They're like, dude. You took a long. T- I was like, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't find them. I couldn't range them. And so, but yep. you, you just know, like, when 
it hit the fan. Yeah. Do you guys know how intimidating that is for me when one of my heroes goes in front of me <laughs> well, and I, I don't hear any steel go <laughs> dong? So yeah, it's so but, part of the problem is that is that it, that takes practice in a lot of things. So it takes practice in searching for targets. It takes practice in ranging targets quickly. It also takes a quick rangefinder. There's a lot of different things that it that it encompasses. And so, when someone like Matt or John or whoever that's a very accomplished NRL hunter shooter and just shooter in general, you know, they recommend a product and say, "Man, I've tried a lot of different things." You know, people that are newer really, really should take that to heart because they've done it and they know what works. Like just. Uh, a second ago, we were talking about the tripods, right? And so that's kind of one thing I'm thinking about now because if you can eliminate all those small little things Dude. and you only and, and the only thing you got to figure out how to do is one thing, then it eliminates all the problems. Like on that particular stage, I had a problem with a slow rangefinder. I had a problem with a tripod that was falling over, and I didn't tell you about that either. I had the leg going, and then it fell over because it wasn't balanced. I had a problem with all these things. It's like, okay, you see how these things stack on each other and create a disaster. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I am am definitely more picky about my gear in NRA Hunter than I am PRS. Well, PRS, you get a plus one ag bag and you just go shoot like you can yeah. hit anything you know yeah. what i mean it just... yeah, in a jam you can always just go to one bag yep that's right near nearly always outside shooting off a parachute cord or something stupid but <laughs> um but yeah no i uh oh hold on i don't want to interrupt you uh, no, i found this hotel in atlanta you guys good it's by the airport do it decent like it. okay letterbuck continue on uh, with Super Bowl Sunday here, I don't, it just started two minutes out? ago. So we're gonna. Uh, oh, this. Gonna go uh, no, one other fun uh, fact. I know where this is for going. the weekend. Uh, our travel agent for this weekend, <laughs> uh, Jake Vibbert, booked our hotel room. Oh, that's me. With two double beds. <laughs> And then, because he was a travel agent, he went ahead and took one of those. So John and I. They wouldn't bring a rollout in. There was no room for a no, rollout. That's it true. was a tight room. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't bring one out either. Yeah. John and I got very equated yes. together in a double bed this Unfortunately, weekend. Matt's talent didn't rub off on me during the evening. Ah, <laughs> John was rubbing off on me. <laughs> we did the old foot-to-head thing, and it wasn't too... I slept all right. I, I woke up with got, feet in my face a couple well, times. Same here. But, uh, but so, in my defense, out. it was the only thing close, and I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> I mean, true. what do you want me to do? I, I did my best. It's true. It's true. I did my best with the hotel, and I did my best with the stage. It just sometimes it doesn't work out. I think Matt's point was you're sleeping on the floor when we get to the hotel tonight. No, No, you you just asked about something about the room. Anyways, this at least is queen beds. Sweet. Queen would be nice. At least you guys can cuddle with a queen. No. Yeah. No, no. no. We have more room on both sides of this. One for me, one for John, and then we'll see if they'll bring you a roll away. There you go. Hey, anything, any of these mattresses will be better. My back's still sore from those mattresses. Oh, <laughs> I do like shooting at arena. I like that place, the area. We went to what, White Oak Farms or whatever. I got had, the hat on right we, now. We, I got well, me a White hats. Oat Farms hat. Yeah. No, no, no. You didn't buy that hat. Okay. I said I got. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah. I understand. Thanks for the hat, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> we bought some hats. Uh, that was, I that dominated. Was fun. Hold on. Let's let's roll over some other topics. Coral. I dominated Jake in basketball. 
one on one. I was dropping balls. You didn't even score a point. All right, so true, true story. Tell the truth. You we, okay, fine. We learned some things. Jake is better than me at basketball. He's <laughs> yeah. got a lot of body weight. He throws around. Yeah. You're gonna call it body weight? He's got a lot of body weight. I crossed you over, almost dunked on you. Got a lot. No, we also learned that I could dunk on that hoop, and Jake can't touch it. Oh, that's, that's not true. <laughs> that was John. Jake did touch the hoop. I did. Yeah, stop it. I will say for everybody, the hoop was not 10 feet. No, no it nine was Nine and a half feet. I, but I dunked on it. Just, you uh, did. You had, a, you had a volleyball and you dunked on it and it was awesome. It was a flat one. Uh, it was a basketball, but it was flat. It was flat. <laughs> um, Probably should have brought that up. No, John and I good. crushed... At Cornhole this weekend. You yeah. guys did, man. You guys yeah. dominated we about everybody. I, well, I got to give props. At the very end, we had a couple fun games with uh, Brandon and Shane. Yeah. Good games. They, We played five. We had, we got we had three. a handful of They four. took the last one and walked away with their heads held high, so good for them. Yeah. But, but it was there fun. Was some, there was a handful of four baggers. I love the competitiveness. A lot of four baggers. It doesn't even matter what we're doing. We're just competitive, and I it's love it. It's fun. Those guys came in. They were fired up. It makes it fun. And we're all hooting and hollering. People look at us like we're stupid. But you guys know that play. We are all competitive. slightly competitive. Well, <laughs> so I won't challenge Jake to one-on-one again, but I might challenge him to a dunk contest because Okay. White boys cannot jump. <laughs> White boys can't jump. <laughs> uh, I used to be able to jump, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, that Did was, we that compete was in anything? Oh, John tried to choke me out, and he's not that good of a wrestler. We had close. a little bit of a wrestling match. It Man, was close. It would have been a good story. Uh, it yep. was close. I, I had it sunk. I just don't do it enough to know what to do. I uh, had it, and before by the time I realized it, he got his chin down and... So here's a question for I you, Matt, and I was thinking about that. I had it. If that was in the exact same moment, the exact same thing, if it was Robbie doing that. Oh, done. Would you have just been choked out? Yes. I would not have let Robbie get behind me like that. You? Oh, how could I? Robbie's way better than I am, and I, I had you. It's it's like when I let Mert oh, try to stop. choke me out. No. It's fun for both no, of that's why Jake came over so concerned trying to get us to stop fighting. Let Jake comes over, we're going for it, and Jake's legitimately concerned. Hey guys, guys, I think we should. Guys, I think we should stop. I think, I think he was worried we were going to break the bed, I and then it was going to be three of us he was in a double we were bed hurt each in the other. hotel. Yeah, we, we were angry. Been, there was no we were in front to back to front to back. Is, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Problem is, some guys start wrestling and they get angry i had to control my laughing and then get, yeah. i'm just not gonna get angry like, well, i was so laughing similar to the time that jake drove away as i was trying to pee on the side of the highway it there was, was no it was try, a chuckle yeah do. it was it was a it was almost a cry laugh yeah it was <laughs> and you know what bottom line is it was fun i just know you guys are really old and so i didn't want you guys to get hurt you know i mean like there's some there's some age in here there's hey, some age combined pretty, pretty you guys spry. are like 75 years to three quarters of a century Dude, forty's the, the new thirty. Something. I don't know. All these twenty-five-year-olds. You guys are old. Yeah, no, <laughs> we are. We a little something, something. Fun. All, all great fun times. All out of love. It was good. It was been. I gotta say, it's fun to hang out with these boys. It's been a long time. Um, it's been gone. We haven't shot matches for a long time, so it's fun to. Matt, what's your next match? Matt, next match. Uh, yours. In California. California. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, uh, two, two weeks or three weeks? Two that's going to be in two, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, I'm actually going down this week with uh, the Target trailer, the side-by-side, all the targets, all the iPads, the whole bit, and Wait. I'm towing it on there with Matt's truck. Oh, I was going to ask how you're getting the trailer down there. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Took it away from so me. I beat you to it. 
Um, and then uh, since he's using Matt's truck, Matt gets five extra points just so you guys know yeah. before the match starts. Free entry. I get to choose day of whether I want to R yeah. or not, and yep. five extra points. So I just it seemed like a fair trade. You do yeah. get free entry. That's just because I'm your buddy. That's <laughs> that's the only reason. The other the other reason is because I'm using your truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's John. That. Your next match next weekend. Heading over to see Mr. Dorgan. Man, I want to go to that match. Go to good one, man. Which I'm glad I have this booked because I got to get this bad taste out of my mouth. I don't like third place. <laughs> it hurt. So I'm anxious to get over it. Why get behind me? The, my best way to do that is shoot a match as fast as possible. If there was a match Tuesday, I'd sign up for it. Yeah. And so heading over there, I really want to go to California. I don't think I can. We got a hunting thing we're going to, but um, I don't that know how match, you take. That match at Dorgan, you're gonna have fun ranging. That he, it's a flat spot, Oof. and it is hard to range targets. I I won that match last year, but it was a humble brag. It humble brag. No, there's no humble in there. That was oh. just a brag. <laughs> humble. That <laughs> it was blowing. I think 37 miles an hour at the end of day one. That was cool. a, oh, how did you run your win for that? What were you just uh, send it with the Lord? Uh, did you <laughs> just have hope it? for the be- no? You have uh, some you, sort of formula? To yeah, get you? What I, were you doing? I remember having like thirty-five miles an hour in my Crestor ahead of time, being like, "Well, that's three and a half mils at five hundred yards or whatever." So just kind of ride a few things down and ballpark y- off of them. Yeah, actually, I think no the. The stage I shot in thirty plus mile an hour winds, I pulled the Kessel out and ran them. Um, oh, okay. It was four targets. I found them pretty quick, and I was like, you know what? I'm pulling it out. Frank, you had time on a four-target stage to run oh, a I found, I found them quick, so boom, boom, boom. That's and, pretty good. And then you're going to lay down. I think it was prone, lay down, shoot them all from one position. Yeah. So there was a lot. Of, I knew I would have had time left over, so I pulled it out for that. And I, uh, there was one or two today I pulled um, yeah. it out for. So there's yeah. if, if I feel like I've got the time and there's a lot of I should of have win, pulled on the rabbits. Well, no, I had a good number on the rabbits. Yeah. But that would have been a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, you're going to crush it next weekend there. That match would be I great for you. I, I need to. I wish I could be there. I feel like the gun's doing good. I knocked some rust off. I'm going to swap tripods and be ready to rock and roll. So it's gonna. we're going to go from rain to – I did. last time I looked at weather, it was 14 degrees or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. I need to look. It's been four or five days now, but – uh, Jake, what's yours next one? So, obviously, I'm putting on the NRL Hunter match, uh, going down, going to spend a week or so setting up and getting ready, and then uh, driving home the very next week. I have the PRS. I have back-to-back PRS matches, actually. So nice. One's going to be... Uh, One's going to be in, I think, uh, Georgia and one in Idaho. So Ooh, I want to shoot that. Idaho I got one. a couple wins in Idaho, national wins in Idaho. I really like shooting there. It's, you know, it's seven hours away, eight hours away. So it's yep. one of the closer matches that we have, uh, which sounds silly because we have to drive so far for matches, but it's, it's, uh, it's just nice to be able to be, have something closer to home. Yep. Man, yep. I'm going to miss that one, too. You guys are getting, I want to go to that one. I want all the fun the without PRS me. Ready. You don't have to go to Hawaii. I mean. <laughs> Tell my wife that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, we, we're hour and five. Or we'll wrap this one up. Um, try to hit these on the road. It's, it's, it's fun to catch up. Uh, appreciate you guys. I know it's been hit or miss, uh, but 
it is what it is, and we like when we can do it. We like it. We have uh, some giveaways coming up too, so stay yep. tuned for those. Those are just free get free product giveaways. They'll be on the next select. podcast in 2017, <laughs> 2020, uh, 2027. Jokes. Uh-huh. He's got I'm jokes. not actually part of this. I can just throw trash out oh, whenever whatever, I want. Whatever. Um, I, I've got to say, we're going to try to push the, what is it, today, February 12th, to try to throw this up tomorrow. So That's my birthday, by the way. I was going to just say, if any of you guys want to wish Maddie a happy birthday, uh, it's going to publish. Good. I would go with uh, some some pictures of uh, whatever what I, you deem Whatever you deem that you would like to send. My <laughs> wife will filter through those pictures, yes, too. So, so, so keep it appropriate for matt yeah there you go i or other options instead of pictures i enjoy gray goose and you could just i think you could mail that i don't could, know yeah gray goose would be it would be a good i could use some um actually i could really use some uh what's that powder i like that you can't find anywhere strychnine no the the fluffy powder for subs uh, is that crack cocaine trail boss oh oh <laughs> some hodge and trail boss <laughs> if anyone's got some hodge and trail boss talking about anthrax or something yeah. no, i was like what no, is going I, on someone is gonna definitely mail me anthrax now someone's gonna mail you an envelope full of powder uh you could buy him a one of those uh urinals for a car oh um it could wow, be coming handy that would be nice um, could use one of those right now so, actually if we, <laughs> i mean now a, that i'm thinking a about small it. mouth gatorade bottle would have worked that's true we have a little aquafina here with that tight top it's been a cold weekend that'd probably be fine no no don't fool yourself you need you need a freaking something else Stop it. <laughs> oh my gosh i'm sorry guys i appreciate you listening sorry for the jokes and i hope we didn't come off i just again on the nrl hunter <laughs> it's complaining it is and we talked about not talking about it but we've talked about this for years so there it is. A lot of you guys feel the same. And uh, it's honestly, it's it's, it is what it is. it's nothing against anyone personally. That, no. That's not what it is. We truly, we want to make it better. So how can we make it better? We have to bring up ideas that can make it better. Yes. And then also we want ideas back too. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you and got a really good idea. it's not against anyone RO. It's not against, no, no absolutely that's, not. 100% it's, no. It's NRL rules. And we've talked with Travis. This isn't a, we've talked with Travis for years. And. If it was an easy fix, I think it'd be fixed. Yeah. It's not. It's a hard it's situation. It's a little complicated because it works so good to get ROs. I love it. As a master director, I've master directed. I understand. Like when you're short of ROs, you're in trouble. We got to have them, and it's a great situation. I have a, a bunch of ROs for my match, the NRL Hunter match, and I cannot be more thankful for the ROs. Yep. I absolutely. I want to reward them with getting points because they're there. They're sacrificing their weekend. um, And it's a big help, too. So I want to reward them for getting points. How can we do it the fairest possible? But what I don't want to do is I don't want to just give them points, just like freebies. And I also, I don't want to make it so difficult on them and give all the shooters freebie points. How can we We make it fair across the board? That's all we're doing. Because this is our example. We got wrecked this weekend, but there's been, there's weekends where ROs get wrecked. So it's not fair to them. It's not fair to them either. And so. Exactly. And we want to shoot against the. If I knew all my competitors were shooting Friday, I'd show up and shoot Friday. I want to shoot where the guys are I need to be. That's what we need to do. Great example. John ROed one of my matches. It was blowing 35, 36 miles an hour. The other RO said, you know what? I don't even want to shoot. John and a couple guys went out. They got absolutely destroyed. I ROed them. And 
then the next couple days was like flowers and pretty and beautiful. And it was like, <laughs> what happened? You know? And so then you, that was my it, first NRL it goes, hunter win. It, goes it was both great. Ways. It does go both ways. It was ways. great. Zero bo- you zero loved it. We, I we loved being on too. the other side yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. See? And so it's, it's, you know, we just want it to be fair. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So if Missy Wheeler listens to this, I like Pino, uh, <laughs> for, for our wine. Um, other than that, anything else you guys want to add? Are we good? She's probably going to send me a bottle of wine for my birthday. For your birthday. I'm all right with that. Yeah, some Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Uh, anyway, appreciate you guys. Uh, Doodles. <laughs>